I always point people to our third episode going way back, which covered Saga Volume 1 and Sex Criminals Volume (laughs) 1. We both got crazy drunk on that episode. We let it fly. I mean, it was probably the most crass episode I think we've ever done. And I was had it? I need to go back and listen. Yeah, I won't listen to that one again. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I, no. I pointed people to it. I, I, I probably will. I think it would yeah, be a lot of fun. Some of the, but... the material we cover just lends itself to, you know, for us just to be ourselves, which, you know, yeah. we're both kind of crass and pervy. So um, it's perfect. Well, when you're covering a book about somebody who can stop time when they have an orgasm. Things are going to get a little a little bizarre, right? So we yeah, let it go. Podcast Junkies, episode 75. That sounds like an amazing number. 75 episodes. Very cool. Thanks for those that have been with me for this ride. And uh, hello to all you new listeners. I was in the car today. Uh, I was taking a lift. And I asked someone if he knew about podcasts, and he said uh, no. So I proceeded to not only put my show on his phone, he didn't even know the podcast app was on his phone, but I also uh, put another show on there that I'm listening to now called Radio Film School with the host, uh, Ron Dawson, who I'm actually going to have on in a couple of uh, weeks. But I'm getting ahead of myself. If you're new to the show, then uh, you'll know that you'll find that the intro tends to go in different directions sometimes, but I always make it a point to welcome new listeners because I truly appreciate uh, you for listening, for checking in, especially if it's the first time, and hopefully it's to your liking. In case you missed last week's episode, we spoke to the one and only, you can call him Johnny, John Naster, host of Hack the Entrepreneur. I've been keeping an eye on him uh, here and there, and I ran into him at Podcast Movement. Uh, He's definitely epitomizes the punk music aesthetic uh, from the point of view of a podcaster and his shows definitely going strong. He does three a week, which is so kick-ass. So he did not disappoint. We had a really fun conversation um, as usual all over the map, but uh, that's the way I like him. And you guys know that. So this week we change it up again and we pay a visit to another one of the members of my new podcasting family, Podcastica. And it's a conversation with Grace and Eric, aka Mr. Blog. Now you'll have to listen to figure out and uh, why he uh, has that uh, nickname. But it's uh, entertaining. I, I love talking to two hosts because you get a feel for how they work with each other. And they, they tend to keep each other honest, which is what I like because uh, when Eric goes off um, on a tangent, then uh, Grace is right there to keep him in check, which is what I like. And I also like the fact that Grace provides uh, a female perspective, um, not only to the the topic, which is uh, indie comics, but also um, a nice counterpoint and uh, other position. I don't know what, what comes to mind right now, but but just the, an offset to, to Eric. And uh, I think they, they complement each other really well. I'm happy I got to know them a little bit more. And I'm glad that you will, too, as a result of this conversation. So enjoy. So, Grace and Eric, uh, thank you so much for joining me on Podcast Junkies. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. So, uh, people might not recognize 
Eric by his uh, his his everyday name. He's otherwise known <laughs> otherwise known as Mr. Blog. Yeah. So maybe maybe that might be a good place to start, and you can explain where that came from. And while well, Grace tries not to laugh too much. Okay. Sure. No. No. No problem. No guarantees. Um, God. Actually, this goes back maybe I don't even know now. Maybe five or six years. Um, I could really go back even further. I mean, I originally went to school as an English creative writing major and got very sidelined down the road. And I've now for the last 20 years been working as an environmental chemist and I pretty much ditched writing and I ditched for the most part, any creative endeavors. And I hit a point maybe about five or six years ago, I was feeling a little burnt out. I kind of wanted to get back into writing a little bit. And and my wife was suggesting you should write a blog like, oh, good God, every Tom, Dick, and Harry has a blog. I really had no interest in doing that. But then through certain circumstances, uh, one of which was Inception, the movie, I saw it, loved it, wanted to talk to people about it, and so help me God. Nobody I worked with, nobody I knew had even seen it, and it was driving me nuts, and I just wanted to talk to somebody about it. At the same time, Prop 8 was happening in in California, and I found myself in this weird political argument on Facebook And I don't like getting in any kind of political argument on Facebook. To me, that's just uh, untoward and kind of gross because people's parents are there and I don't want to offend anybody. But I found (laughs) what this dude was saying to be horribly offensive. So I ended up sticking myself in there, chiming in. I got a lot of really good response for that. Some other people like, dude, you should be on a soapbox in Berkeley. I'm like, come on, whatever. And then it all kind of melded together. And I finally said, you know, to hell with it. I'm going to go ahead and start a blog where I can write movie reviews, maybe get a little political. I ended up ditching the politics pretty early. But uh, movie reviews, music reviews, blah, 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 podcast reviews, that ends up playing into where I am now. But uh, I asked my wife, said, I want to do a blog, but I don't want it to just be Eric's blog. Who the hell is going to go to Eric's blog? That's lame. She goes, how about Mr. Blog? And you can call it B-L-A-H-G because I talk so damn much. Blah, blah, blah. So that began Mr. Blog, and I and I then I created this whole little thing about Cornelius J. Blog, uh, and I wanted a, a, something very separate from me because I, I I wanted to be able to say no no this is me, but I could also say look I'm a nice guy Eric's a nice guy Mr. Blog can be a dick I'm a nice guy, uh, so I kind of wanted that separation at the same time as sort of a branding thing which is you know look go to Mr. Blog's site as opposed to go to Eric's blog boring Mr. Blog's site sounded a lot better. And it just kind of took off from there. And it, and then I, I don't know, I kind of made a decision to make all my internet, uh, my internet thing be Mr. Blog and anything in my real life just be Eric. And I hate it when I'm at Walker Stalker Con or anywhere, any convention, Comic Con, and somebody calls me Mr. Blog in person. I always say, please call me Eric because I sound like, I feel like a tool with somebody calling me Mr. Blog. I mean, not even my dad is a mister. That's just ridiculous. So, yeah. There's there's no turn there's no turning back at this point though. No 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 there really isn't. So I appreciate that you're you're willing to call me Eric. That's awesome. Feel free to interchange it as you as you like. I guess if I'm if I'm being an asshole, feel free to call me Mr. Blog because <laughs> uh, that's who that is. That's why I just keep it to Mr. Blog. Grace, what do you prefer to call him? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I just keep it to Mr. Blog. It's easier that way because you know he's usually a bit of an ass. Right? <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> so, Grace, did you did you have any thoughts of, of having like a, a secret persona when you started coming online? <laughs> oh, who's saying who's saying I don't? 
Yeah. <laughs> so it's so the, secret so that, that people don't even know it's a secret. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, Gra- that is true. Grace is, Gra- Grace is not even your real name, is it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when, so you started, um, you joined, if I, if I got my facts correctly, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you joined um, Jason and Karen on Walking Deadcast to begin with, is that right? Yeah, I was just, I was just, I started out as a listener. Um, I was a huge fan of them. I love them so much that I would write in all the time. And so I was like crazy super fan. And um, Jason came out here and we worked together on, um, as extra zombie extras on The Walking Dead show and, you know, got to know each other that way. And uh, then he invited me to help with an interview for Lauren Cohen. And uh, so I did that, and that's kind of how it all got started. And they're the ones that introduced me to Eric here. So, uh, and he's like my new best friend. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> so, so uh, Eric, t- t- talk to me about the moment that you uh, met Grace, because I think you came at, this, at some point. You came on the show as well, then, right? Well, I, yeah, I was a fan of the show. Uh, I started hearing Grace pop up on it, and I was like, okay, right on. And and as I kept listening to the Walking Dead cast, I realized, hey, wait a minute, Jason and Karen, they're in the Bay Area nearby. We're about the same age. We seem to have a lot of the same interests. I ended up writing a review on MrBlog.com of the Walking Dead <laughs> cast. I let him know. They read my email on air. I was like, oh, my God the coolest thing i actually just thought it was the the greatest thing and then we ended up just going back and forth and then i think grace you and i were i don't know quite how we were communicating at that point but we started twitter we kind of just talked on twitter Twitter, yeah just like very every once in a while and then when you were i mean i guess i'll let you tell how you were on the show i don't care but it was yeah it was what (laughs) april 20th of 2012 i have this weird memory for dates wow uh jason had jason karen had me on for the first game of thrones season two episode that they did and that was it was it was surreal because that was the first time I had met any podcasters, especially anybody I'd listened to. And here I, I meet Jason and he's like, no, no, don't talk about any of the show. We save it for the podcast. Five minutes later, Karen shows up five minutes after that. We're on mic and I had never met them before. Just uh, some email exchanges. And that was really now I should back up a little bit. I did have my own little <laughs> podcast for a while called the Mr. Blogcast, which was supposed to be a supplement to the the blog itself. Had five episodes. That was it. I ended it. It was I liked one of the five episodes. The rest I hated. Uh, it was hard to motivate when it was just myself and these guys. Whatever. That was its own separate thing. So I got together with Jason and Karen. We had an amazing episode. It was so much fun. And <laughs> I don't know if it was a couple days later or a day after that, once the episode was released, I get this. I don't know if it was an email or through Twitter or whatever it was from Grace. Like, oh, my God, you're awesome. Um, yeah. No, a- after I heard the episode when you were on there, I was, like, amazed because, you know, you got you have the amazing voice. Um, oh, thank you. And so I messaged you on Facebook. We weren't – I don't even think we were – we were Facebook yeah. friends. And I, and I was like, oh, my God, you were so amazing. And I was, like, gushing because, you know, I, I, I didn't realize you uh, had, all, had all those skills. So, yeah. And so then we started talking a lot more after it that. It happens. And, and so, Grace, was that was that was that was it so like amazing because uh, you were surprised that there was someone that was able to geek out on that topic uh, to the extent that you can, and it's so rare when you find someone like that. Well, not so much, but I mean, 
Eric has just a way of expressing himself and whatever thoughts are in his head just come out and come out so pro- professionally. <laughs> and, you know, and I am the that. total opposite. I'm much better on paper. I'm much better at writing my thoughts out because I can take the time. It takes takes me a lot of time to to get all what's in there out. And But Eric's not like that. And I was surprised that he sounded so professional and so good. And, I was, you know, I was just impressed by, by, by his skills. So, so I was uh, giving a pat gonna- on the back. Uh, Thank so you. digging a bit deeper on that, Grace, I was wondering, where does that uh, love that you had, because you said you were a Walking Dead fan, and I am as well, and you know, there's this, this group of people that you tell when you first tell them about the show, they're like, why would I watch a show about zombies? And you have to explain, no, it's so much more than that, and it's about human interaction. So has that genre of uh, TV always appealed to you? Well, I w- I've always been drawn to like post-apocalyptic kind of um stories and so that's that's what drew me into the walking dead and i was on a i was big on a lost forum on lostpedia years ago and someone had mentioned that this you know show was come out the walking dead and you know it was about zombies you know i was never into zombies but you know all i had to hear was post-apocalyptic and i was all about that and so like 10 months before the show i was waiting for the show to come out and so i I watched it the very first episode and then um right after that because being a Lost fan, I was into to podcasts a bit, a little bit. And so, you know, after seeing the first episode and it was amazing, I was like, I have to find a podcast um, to, you know, hear people talk about it and blah, 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 because I didn't know anyone else watching it who was not an internet friend. And so that's how I found Jason and Karen. I, I listened to them first and I listened to a couple others and I went back and listened to the same episode of theirs again and I, I was I just love them and that's how I became the super fan the super geeky super fan of Jason and Karen <laughs> and this all began <laughs> so did you ever have any idea it would lead to where you guys are now and, and that you're both the hosts of your own podcast <laughs> eric might have me absolutely not because this is way outside of my comfort zone okay okay way I gotta, outside here's a funny story about this and this is this is all sort of the birth of <laughs> under the comic covers had to do with oh god this this is really funny because jason at some point on facebook had asked people hey what would you like to see more from the show what would you like added from the show and I don't know who suggested it. Somebody else claims that they suggested. I thought it was me. Maybe somebody else who said, hey, why don't you uh, have a section on the show that covers the current issues of The Walking Dead, not just the not just how it compares to the TV show. I think that was already going on. But what about the current issues? Fans might want to hear about that. And Grace, you know, you chimed in going, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And Jason chimed in saying, yeah, do it. <laughs> so unbeknownst to me i guess jason actually didn't talk to me about it but he talked to grace he said you he know you're easy yeah and he told grace yeah eric's in if you want to do it and uh he didn't ask me <laughs> but but he told her that i was in on it so uh she agreed to do it and then jason told me hey grace is up for it if you are i'm like oh yeah sure i'll do it you know i'm a well, I'm a, I'm, I'll go on anything. I'm happy to. Yeah. And meanwhile, we had not met in person at this. No, point. No, we had never met in person at this point. Yeah, yeah. But you, you already figured out that this is something you'd want to do together. Oh, sure. See, we now, now the thing with Grace and I, we both, we both did not get into comics until our mid to late thirties. We are very much late bloomers on the comic thing, and we both had the same experience of coming in late, not giving a crap about superheroes. 
um, and not really knowing where to start with comics necessarily. So we, we both had that in common. And as we got to know each other better, just through Facebook messenger or texting or whatever it was that we were doing, how we were communicating, we realized, Hey, let's, you know, we were turning each other on to different comics. We were starting to read more and more and more and more. And I don't know. We just, we just definitely had a connection on this kind of thing. And, and then when it came time to really start, you know, first it was the walking dead on the walking dead cast. We had our little under the comic covers, 15 minute segment. Then very quickly, I think we just did one of those. And then we went to the first Walker stalker con in Atlanta. That's where you and I finally actually met, Mm -hmm. which was pretty awesome. And but in the meantime, listeners were writing in. They wanted to yeah. participate in the show. They're used to doing that with Jason and Karen and have feedback. And that. So they were like writing into our little segment that was supposed to be like 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And so then Jason's like, well, I'll give you just like the separate episode. And so that's what we started doing separate episodes, but still re- being released under the Walking Dead cast. And that right. went on for a while until we reached a point where we're like, uh, Jason, we want to talk about more than just the Walking Dead we're going to go and be like a spinoff. Now I've always, I always like to think of us as like the Jeffersons to Jason and Karen's all in the family. Uh, I always worry that we're going to be the ropers to three's company, but I like thinking of us uh, as the Jeffersons. I like the Jeffersons. I like that. Yeah. Grace is my wheezy. I was just going to say, can I be wheezy? Oh, of course you're wheezy. Yeah, of course. It's so much fun being wheezy. And we're, we would totally uh, date ourselves at all those references. Uh, yeah. Well, we so, tend to I'm, do that. So I'm interested in the fascination for comics because you you guys mm. definitely dive deep, and these these episodes, I mean, some of them are like two plus hours. And very rare are they that long, but it's uh, that's, <laughs> some, that's very some. rare. And some, yeah. So it's if it's, we have a lot of issues to cover. <laughs> we have a lot of issues. That's true. But we also have a lot of comic book issues to cover. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Double entendre there. Exactly. Uh, so, um, actually, let me step back a second. I'm wondering sure. if in the, the dynamic of you two going back and forth and now up to 98 episodes, you have this thing that happens with co-hosts where you, you not only do you get a dynamic of you guys working together and you get a flow where you start to finish each other's sentences, but I imagine over time you start to hear things that come out. Um, either because you're interviewing someone or you're just talking through and you're like, oh, that reminds me of my love for Duran Duran, for example, in the case of Eric. Oh, God. <laughs> oh you know this. Okay. Oh, you, yeah. you just listened to the interview. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I was like, how'd you know that? Oh, my God. I love and my, Duran Duran. And by the way, my last name's Duran. So, I know. And so Trust I was, me. I, I, I noticed that. To, so I'm wondering, Grace, if you could talk about... If you, if you, did you see that as something that was happening that you got, just got to know him by the course, you know, by virtue of you guys spending so much time together, just getting to know Eric better as a person? Oh, yes, indeed. I mean, and we, and it it was a process because, you know, we did talk beforehand, before we started the podcast, but once we started podcasting, we were just talking all the time. We were messaging all day long. I, and then we were talking on the podcast and just getting to know each other and, and trying to figure out our dynamic because I'm, I'm just naturally a listener. I'm not a talker. I I don't expand a a lot of the things I say. And Eric is just the opposite. And, you know, at first we're like, well, you know, let's try to even it up and whatever. And and I'm like, you know what? We just have to be ourselves. I'm always going to be more quiet. Eric's always going to be more talkative. We got to just let it be. We can't fake it. We can't 
force things. And so I think now we just try not to worry about that um, so much. I mean, do you worry about that anymore? I don't, I don't, I don't worry care. about that in the I, least. I, I, no, know, I don't worry about that. The, in the listeners least. don't complain about that and they don't, I think they're just used to it and that's just what we are. And um, actually we got a complaint in the first couple of episodes on the walking dead cast as under the comic covers. I think somebody, somebody sent you a message saying that we sounded too polite that we weren't interrupting <laughs> each other. We weren't talking over each other. That probably doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> no, not at all. And I think that was kind of a wake up call right then was, was hearing somebody saying that. And I'm like, Oh, well, all right. I guess we don't need to be polite. And, um, we'll step over each other constantly. Uh, that's actually one of the things I edit out a lot is me interrupting grace and her just, she knows now just to keep talking. Just ignore me and keep talking. I'll edit it out. If I actually out. have a thought, I can keep talking. But he knows really when to step in. He he can tell when I'm starting to taper off, and he'll just like swoop in and just and. But, and but just you take do it. the same damn thing, especially on our closing thing at the very end of the episode. I will go on a rant for five minutes, blah blah blah, and I'll say something, and then she knows to pick it up immediately. And I'm like, how the hell did she know I was done? But she she knows. I mean, we don't have visual cues at all. She's in Atlanta. We don't do the video thing. Um it is completely just audio. We we just yeah we we have that connection at that. I point. think what happens is that Grace has gotten a feel for about <clears throat> what 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 the length is of a of a typical Eric rant. <laughs> oh, there's there are no bounds. There are no bounds. <laughs> seven minutes is that what it is? All right, that sounds about right. So she just she just knows to jump in. She's like, yeah, he should be wrapping up right about now. So. Um, That's probably oh right. Yeah. So what's interesting is, I mean, and you've you've probably experienced this when you start the podcast. There's no rules, and you want to, you know, you're trying to feel feel yourselves out and how you should respond and whether you should be cursing or not and things like that <laughs> in the beginning. And then I think um, you'll find when you listen to the first one, people, you know, podcasters are just very formal because it's like, oh, hello, thank you for joining our podcast. And then and then later on, you're just like, you know. Fuck it, you know, whatever. <laughs> whoever we scared away, we're going to scare away. And whoever is drawn to just our natural banter back and forth are the real, real, real fans of the show. And, and I'm sure as you guys get more and more feedback, and I know there's people that write into your show on a regular basis that you shout out to. So I think um, if you could talk a little bit about just, did you find that you just relaxed more as, as the show went on? We were really lucky. I mean, I don't think there are too many podcasts, you know, going back to this Jefferson's notion that has such a great lead in that we already had a bit of a built in audience because we showed up on the Walking Dead cast. Um, Because of that, it allowed us to. uh, You know, we 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 cribbed a lot of our our format off of how Jason and Karen have their format. So that was already taken care of. Yep. Um, the fact that we cover the books that we do cover, such as Saga, Sex Criminals, The Walking Dead, none of these are anything less than adult. So we never had any issue with the fact that, yeah, we're going to be cursing. We're going to be talking about some very adult material. I always point people to our third episode going way back, which covered Saga Volume 1 and Sex Criminals Volume 1. <laughs> we both got crazy drunk on that episode. We let it fly. I mean, it was probably the most crass episode I think we've ever done. And I was had a it? Blast. I need to go back and listen. Yeah, I won't listen to that one again. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I, no. I pointed people to it. I, I, I probably will. I think it would yeah, be a lot of some fun. Some of the, but... the material we cover just 
lends itself to, you know, for us just to be ourselves, which, you know, yeah. we're both kind of crass and pervy. So um, it's perfect. Well, when you're covering a book about somebody who can stop time when they have an orgasm, things are going <laughs> to get a little a little bizarre. Right. So we yeah, let it go. And it was like right after it was pretty much right after that episode where we got one of our first uh, iTunes reviews or something like that, where somebody basically referred. I, I still love this. My unbridled passion. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I, oh, my God. I'm like, that's it. Yes. My unbridled passion. You know, I thought that was fantastic. And it was just like, oh, somebody gets it. You know, that's kind of how I felt about it. And um, so I don't know. I think that really early on, we already set that tone where like. Grace, you were just saying you she knows when to just let me go off and do my thing. Uh, and she also knows at the end of the episode when we're saying, our, you know, it's OK, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Send me the file. You might she also want to knows, edit that out. <laughs> she knows when to say that. You know, that one part where you said that you might want to edit that out. And I've come to really trust her on that. I generally do. Only like two do. or three times, though. No, that's happened a few times. But that's fine. And, and even recently, I've, self, I've self-censored I've self myself a little <laughs> bit. And I've edited things that Grace wouldn't know because neither one of us even listens to the show anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've, I've relied on her good sense sometimes to tamp down my... Um, wily ways your, enthusi- you your enthusiasm. my enthusiasm yes, his yeah, passion exactly. his passion because eric does have a lot of passion and, and he tends to uh he tends to let it fly you know where i'm more reserved and uh you know for the first time on our last episode was it last episode or two episodes ago two episodes ago two episodes ago where yeah. i actually teared up I, I cried which you know for eric that's like every seventh podcast oh bullshit <laughs> i think i've only done that once <laughs> it was a great episode <laughs> I was weeping like a baby. <laughs> well, it's, I was going to bring that up, Grace, because it's funny because I heard uh, Eric talk when he was talking to Rick Remender about the about the fact that that happened. Um, and I think a lot of times when and we can we'll start digging into the comics aspect of it when people think about oh I'm, I'm reading a comic you know you know typically people who don't do it a lot or don't know a lot about these indie comics don't realize um, you know the depth to which these these authors and these artists go when they're crafting these stories so. I'm wondering if you know what it was about that recent episode that you that you did read that affected you so much. Well, it, it's I mean, many of the series that we cover, they do talk about some heavy topics. It, um, you know, it's not all action and go go go. A lot of it's dealing with a lot of human emotion, and you know, we cover stuff that I mean <clears throat> these these creators are insanely talented, and they can bring the emotion and the human element to to the story and if you're reading it you cannot help but get wrapped up in in the story and in these characters and invested in the struggles that they have and it was just a particularly meaningful struggle i mean and, and it was depicted so beautifully both visually and just metaphorically and and um all that and um it just got me it, it just hit me and a lot of times i will feel emotional when i'm when i'm reading but not by the time I've read it several times and, and the podcast ra- comes around, you know, I, um, I'm not, I can tamper it down a bit, <laughs> but yeah, as I was talking, <laughs> as I was talking, I was just, just feeling all that emotion and, uh, it was just coming out and I can't remember what your question was. <laughs> no, that was it. That was it. There was, I mean, it's a testament to the, the skills of the, of, of the writers to put something together that, that affects you that much. And it sounded like that happened to you as well, Eric. Yeah, well, 
that that is specifically and exactly what drew me to comics in the first place. I always was very much a literature snob. I tur- I turned a, a stinky nose to to comics. I did not think they were worthy of any real attention. I thought it was all just superheroes and and capes. steroided out dudes and capes and and it just it was like what I remember in the nineties looking at Spawn. And I'm just like, I don't even know what those body parts are. There's are so many veins. That's just gross. I don't know how homoerotic can you get it, and which is fine, but it was just one of these things where it just, it didn't appeal to me in any way. And, and then specifically it was reading Watchmen and, and I read that and I, and I read it because I kept seeing like time magazine named it one of the hundred best novels of the century. Uh, Entertainment Weekly did the same thing. I actually really like the cover art on it. I'm like, man, that's just, I like the design of that. So I finally picked it up and read it and was blown away. And from that point, I asked somebody at a Borders bookstore, rest in peace, Borders. I still miss it so much, (laughs) uh, what he would suggest reading after reading Watchmen. And he kind of asked me a few questions. He pointed me to Sandman by Neil Gaiman, uh, Preacher by Garth Ennis. I can go on and on with the list of the the first ones that I read, which were which were then going back through the last, I'd say, thirty years of like thirty years of greatest hits of comics, and I realized the the extreme depth and intensity that can be had in this medium, and that it was a big lesson for me in that it doesn't matter what the medium is if you can tell a good story, that's all that matters, and and it. it I've had these these moments throughout my life where I, I've been able to strip away pretense, you know, in, in terms of movies where I've been able to just allow myself to enjoy something where maybe I would have turned my nose at it. Uh, Independence Day is where that happened for me, where I thought it was tripe and how could people be loving it so much? And then I kind of let go and I'm like, oh, my God, this is fun. It's just stupid fun. I'm OK with that. And I had to learn how to just have stupid fun. But then I turn myself to comics, which I thought was nothing but stupid fun, and see the emotional depth that can actually be told. And then you discover something like Sweet Tooth by Jeff Lemire, which is the one that got me into a weeping, puddly mess. And I'm like, you can do that in comics? Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm crying over here um, multiple times, you know, and, and, I, and I embraced it and it was it was wonderful. And then all of a sudden this whole new world opened up and, and then you discover the comic shop and you go to the comic shop and there was one that I, I would go to to look for something near my work. And I had the classic comic book guy from Simpsons experience of, you know, worst episode ever. The guy was horrible. I mean, I'm in there for like 15 minutes and nobody even asked if I needed any help. It was like this, or I asked him, Hey, do you have a copy of this? Oh, we don't carry that. It was, it was the worst experience. And then I found my comic shop that I go to now, uh, in San Rafael, blue moon comics owned by, by Sam and Steven. And, Oh my God, they were warm. They were welcoming. I could explain to them that I'm fairly new to it. They would offer me suggestions. They, they said, Hey, read this. And they'd say, uh, as the owner, I know what are really great stories that nobody's buying. So here, read this. And I'm like, oh my God, you're right. You know, so all of a sudden this whole new world opened up. Grace and I together were chatting constantly. And this is all right before Under the Comic Cover started. Revival, I think, is one of those books that you, Grace, really turned me on to. And it became that ended up in episode one of Under the Comic Covers was Revival and our Charlie Adlard interview. And it was just 
it, the world expanded for us and uh, the pretense had to go out the door. Interesting. Um, Grace, what's your uh, first recollection of uh, comics? Well, I can, I cannot describe it in detail like Eric did in the passion. <laughs> I, I don't have that. Oh, but. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I came into it much later. I mean, even later than Eric did. Um, and really, it started with The Walking Dead. And um, I actually, you know, I was a huge fan of the show. And I actually won the first volume of The Walking Dead on Jason Karen's show. And they shipped it off to me. And I was hooked. And uh, I would, you know, just I just was reading through them and reading through them. And I would, um, there was this really cool uh, used bookstore at, around the, around the corner and you could also uh, order new stuff too. And there was like this really cool guy there. And uh, I would talk to him about that and game of Thrones. Cause I was reading both of them at the same time. And um, from there, so I was just collecting all the volumes of the walking dead and just going through them and talking to him about it, talking to people online about comics, getting some other recommendations and just absorbing everything just kind of all at once. And, um, you know, and it really was not that long ago. I've always been a reader, but I just never knew that kind of story was out there. I was clueless. I, you know, I, I didn't have any friends that read comics and, um, I just, it was like a whole world that I didn't even know existed. And, um, so, you know, just, I just was kind of, I kind of just delved right in, right into it. And, um, you know, obviously you're very happy to find it. <laughs> So have you had any interactions in real life now because, you know, you, or, or where you've talked to people about your passion and maybe you now you get them hooked or maybe you create like a new generation of fans because, you know, they, they, they see that that's something that you're crazy about um, and, and you give them some guidance about where to start? Well, I'm totally trying to, my, my littlest one is pretty open. My middle one, I have three daughters. Um, my middle one has read a, a couple graphic novels. Um, tell me the name of the the creator Eric with smile and drama. Oh, uh, Raina Telgemeier. Raina Telgemeier. And my little one, she is more open because she's younger. She's 10. And so I, I'm getting her into a, a, a few titles and she's, she's pretty open to it, but also like my online geeky friends, I will totally share my passion with. Um, I don't talk about it much in real life with my real life friends, we but, also have this little podcast where we do our best to turn yes, people on yes, to these books. Course, you know? <laughs> but yeah, other than the podcast, even like yeah. uh, people that I don't tell about the podcast, online friends, I will try to get them involved in reading some some good stuff. But yeah. Well, and it's frustrating for us, too, because we can't, you know, I have my friends or other people I meet and I say, yeah, I have a podcast. Oh, what's it about? And they get excited. And then when I tell them, well, it's about independent comic books. All the color pretty much drains out of their face. They're <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And it's, and, but we knew that going into this. You know, there is, we are dealing with an extreme niche market where the available listenership is honestly minute. You know, it really is. It's not like, let's say, going back to the Walking Dead cast, if you, they've got 19 million viewers of the TV show, there are, there is a pool of 19 million potential podcast listeners. Now, Realistically, that's not the case, but that pool is a lot larger than, let's say, you know, even the Walking Dead comic book on its one of its better issues is getting about 70,000 readers. That pool is pretty small. That's and that's the big book. You go into something like, let's say they're not like us, where we're getting maybe eight to nine thousand readers a month. 
that pool is really tiny. But if we can get 800 listeners on a book that gets 8,000 readers, we just nailed 10% of the available readership. That makes me really, really happy. <laughs> what makes me even more happy are people who aren't reading that book, who for some ungodly reason, and I don't know why people do this, still listen to the show even though they're not reading that particular book, who then get turned on and start reading that book. So I'm like, Fuck, well, cool. We, we've done something good. And and that, make, that makes me really happy. And the fact that the majority of, of some of these new readers are women in their 30s and 40s. Oh. Best I think um, some of it, we bring that fear of missing out to um, our audience. Yeah. And yeah, so when, we're, cover- when yeah. we're covering things and they haven't read and we're like geeking out about it and all excited that they can't help but like want to check it out. You know, they'll they'll listen to it and, and they might take a couple episodes, but then they're like, oh, I got to check it out. So, you know, that really helps. And that in turn gets the attention <laughs> of the creators who, who now we're beginning to realize Holy crap, they've been listening to us. They know what we're up to. They know what we're doing. And uh, as what just happened with our Rick Remender uh, episode, he approached us through image. I mean, it was this this very weird sort of thing that honestly blew me away and made for one hell of a great week last week when I got very, very excited that Rick Remender wanted to talk to us. And um, that's that's insane. You did a good yeah. job of not fanboying out too much on that. Are you insane? <laughs> I totally fanboyed total on fan it. I was a total fanboy. I, I, you held it, you held it you together. You held it together. I appreciate <laughs> it. But no, I was I was a mess on that one. And I was so excited on that interview. Uh, but, you know, the thing with us also interviewing, like, I, I don't know if you've heard in some of our previous episodes when we were talking about podcasts, we, we talk about podcast junkies. And I've, my favorite line for you is I always say Harry Duran gives great interviews. <laughs> um, that's the way I like to put it. And that, that's your focus. Thank You're you. focusing on interviewing and it's, and you do a great job with it. Uh, and the first time I heard you was with Jason loved it. And I was like, Oh crap, this guy's really good. He knows what he's doing. Uh, me or grace. I, I don't feel that comfortable with interviewing. I'm okay with having a conversation. I, as we established grace, I love talking. <laughs> I also love listening, but I do love to have a conversation. Um, but when you think about it, Eric, like the first time you reviewed a comic, I'm sure you were probably stumbling over your words a bit because it's not something you've ever done in public. You know, maybe it's your friends who talked about it, or maybe it's just something you're so passionate about you just slid into it like a, a pair he of old shoes or something. Over his words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, you know, I, I think I have a, a, you know, sometimes people have a personality that just makes it easier to slip into the performative side of life. Uh, I have always enjoyed being a performer in one way or another, whether it's uh, I did some theater back in college, whether it was playing music like I did throughout high school and then I'm into college as well. Uh, I I enjoy the performative aspect of life. He so was made I, to sit behind the mic. You were. He, I love being behind were. a mic. Yeah. I mean, I really do. I'm, I'm the most comfortable behind a mic. I was I was talking recently. I'm taking some voice acting classes at a school. Uh, for voiceover and this kind of thing. And I was talking with some of my fellow classmates recently at an improv class. And I didn't care much for the improv class, partially because the whole class was not in the booth. It was in front of everybody. And it was just doing these exercise, great acting exercises or improv exercises and talking in gibberish and trying to tell a story in gibberish. And so, uh, put me in the booth. If I'm in the booth, with that mic in front of me, man, I'm in like 
heaven. I, I, I just feel very comfortable in there and it's, it's serving me well and it's serving the podcast very well. So, uh, I, I feel very comfortable behind a mic reviewing a, reviewing a comic was easy. That was fun. Yeah. I really didn't have a problem with that. Um, talking about the walking dead or game of Thrones. If it's something I really enjoy and, and I like talking about, yeah, put me in front of a mic. It's capture it. It's fun. Well, Why that, not? Same, same for you, Grace. Is that where you're most comfortable? No, that's <laughs> probably where I'm least comfortable. But as the you know the episodes go on and on, you know, at first I was very, very conscious of the mic and um, even more inhibited than my normal inhibited self. But now I, I kind of forget about the mic a lot of the time, and I'm just I'm just sitting there talking to Eric and. Um, and so, so it's easier. Words will never come easy to me, but my com- I'm not uncomfortable in front of the mic anymore. Talk in that in that aspect, you know, you know, on our podcast. But um, words don't come easy to me, so it's it's always a constant struggle. Constant We've been struggle. doing this every Thursday <laughs> night for the last two years, wow. with a very few exceptions. Yes, we've taken some time off, but even then, we'll try to fill in the gap in some way. So yeah. So it's, you've it's had two years of experience. Many, many of doing hours it. of um, <laughs> yeah. sitting here talking, talking to Eric. So it, you know, it, it's come, you know, it's become kind of a second nature, but in any conversation, I'm not, uh, especially, you know, I don't especially have a way with words, but, uh, <laughs> it works. Well, I think, uh, you know, there's a dynamic between the two of you that is just, I assume just gotten better, over the years, and I think it's a testament to the fact that you start to have people that are regular listeners to the show. Um, and now, you know, I think you alluded to one or two of those on, on, on one of the episodes that, you know, they're, they're the people that are always call in, always have a comment. And so oh, yeah. as, as niche as the podcast is, um, what's beautiful about podcasting is you can, you can create a podcast about the most random niche out there topic in the, in the world. And the surprising thing that happens is the people who are drawn to that topic will find your show and then we'll have we'll have this moment where like, holy shit, I found my tribe, I found my peeps, I found like my fellow geeks, you know, you were, you know, we were, uh, I think you were talking about uh, how David Bowie had passed and he's, you know, how he gave mm. comfort to the freaks of the world, right? And, you know, so let's, so like, you know, with a podcast like this, like everyone who geeks out on indie comics and, you know, some of the some of the, 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 the ones that you cover, you know, they, they feel like they found their home with you guys. Well, and our, well, and I, our listeners cool. have always been like super important to us too. And um, just that communication with our listeners is, is something that we, we really strive to, you know, help along. And, you know, sometimes they'll email us about stuff that has nothing to do with the podcast. And we love yeah, that, love you know, those. you know, hearing love about those. so-and-so's turkey dinner or whatever <laughs> yeah, and, yeah um, grandkid being born yeah or, i mean that's, that's so cool. super special i mean it's like um it is so niche and, and so we do have some listeners that are so loyal and so supportive of us that um it, it is like a like a little family and that's wonderful and i love it and that's what makes it rewarding when you can put a face on the listener when you feel like you're talking to someone and they're not afraid to talk back and it, it just makes i think it gives the podcast a whole different dynamic when when you have that back and forth communication and th- and that's funny that you bring that up specifically like one thing i know that i hear a lot of podcasters talking about and and specifically just when it when it comes to 
radio standards and podcast standards, you know, referring to your listener. I know you do this. You refer to your listener, the very specific one. Grace and I have talked about this. I said, fuck that. No, we talk to our listeners because I want everybody to know you're part of a community. Yes. I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to all of you, man. So, And occasionally they talk to each other, which is really amazing. That's really cool, well, too. When that happens, that blows me away. Um, but, no, we, we do have this amazing uh, group of listeners who have been really the foundation for the whole thing since since the very beginning of this. And, and we love them. We do get these weird emails from people telling us things about their personal life. I'm like, really? Why the hell? Or, or some young kids, 15 or 16, wow. sometimes reaching out like, Hey, I have an idea for something. What do you think? I get, un- I get really uncomfortable with those. Sometimes I'm like, dude, no, I'm not a tastemaker. <laughs> Don't put our future, your future in our hands. No, we God, <laughs> no, that's a mistake right there. I mean, even my poor kids, I feel bad for them on that. Not much less you. Come on. Don't, I'm not a role model for anybody. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's been really, really, that does make all the difference in the world is hearing back from from that group of people that we do hear from a lot. Um, and I get a little bummed out when sometimes people we had heard from a lot suddenly kind of disappear off the face of the earth. It's like, what happened? You know, did <laughs> yeah. we upset them? Um, humorously enough, I even had a recent funny thing. We, we had one fellow who, who was listening to us from day one who kept making a lot of recommendations for what he wanted us to cover. And we kept explaining to him why we weren't covering this certain book. And he was getting more adamant about it. And then eventually he got mad and referred to us as a nerd circle jerk. That's just uh, <laughs> fanboying out on everything. And we're not covering the good books that we should be. And, and he's done listening to the show. All right. And then I heard a letter on another podcast saying, you know, unlike certain other podcasts or just a nerd circle jerk. I'm like, oh, my God, really, dude? You're going to spread that? <laughs> okay, we let it go. It's become a bit of a running joke with us. And I made a recent post on Reddit. I was actually responding to somebody looking for new image comics to co- to read. So I said, hey, I happen to host a comic book or a podcast called Under the Comic Covers. And a few days later... I see a text from somebody. These guys are just fanboys, this and that. He even stopped reading this one book. And I'm like, oh, my God, I know who this dude. I knew it the moment (laughs) he referenced that one book and and said something. So I actually engaged him and read it. Uh, And Grace, you don't know how it all ended up. I I sent you the first couple of things. He kept going. Uh, He's going to be listening again for a little bit because I told him, like, you know, he, he pushed us to start covering black science, humorously enough. I said, well, you might like my Rick Remender interview I did. And then he said, well, you guys just ignored me. I'm like, dude, we actually changed the way we did our letters because right? of what he said. You know, we we made changes we changed to the format. structure of our show based on what he was saying. And then he's going to go running around saying we ignored him. Like, no, you just couldn't accept the fact that we're not going to cover this one book you want us to cover. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> but which really needs still- an entire podcast unto itself. It's like it's like. Trying to cover Game of Thrones and 12 other TV shows. It's a complicated book, but it would just be very difficult. But it was just one of those things. And ultimately, you don't even read it anymore. So it's just not something. We always have the agreement with each other that we're not going to cover anything unless we both like it and both agree to cover it. We don't want to get negative. This is what I'm always trying to tell this guy. We don't want to go negative. Well, my point is I don't want to sit there and discuss for half an hour something I don't want to like. My time is precious. I am not going to read something I don't care for on a monthly basis let alone prepped for it and then spend more time talking about it no way i have to love it a year a year and a half later 
I run into this guy again on Reddit <laughs> of all places, and we have this was yesterday. He and I had this whole exchange. Um, and I think actually at the end of it, I, I should have responded back to him. Like, I think this session went very well. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's keep going with this. And actually, I think we came to a bit of an understanding because I called him out. He was calling me out on what he thought was me ignoring. I called him out on, we did all this crap for you. Come on, give me a break, man. Uh, but like it was actually kind of nice. And, and the fact is, you know, Grace, we, we've talked about my passion, but we, we can get passion out of our listeners as well. And I love that. Even if it's angry. So, so be it. We're not going to be able to make everybody happy. That's impossible. And I'm not going to try. Sounds I'm like, not going to try. Sounds like you two need to hug it out. <laughs> oh, me and this dude? Maybe. I don't want to hug him. <laughs> I don't like touching so, people. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, and, uh, well, that could all fall under the category of, you know, because of my podcast. And there's a guy that I listen to called Dave Jackson. He, has, he loves, you know, asking people for their because of my podcast story. So it may have been something you touched on already, but I'm wondering, Grace, you know, do, do you have something that you can attribute directly that was, you know, kind of cool that happened that you can say it happened because of the podcast? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Can I can I offer yes. up some suggestions as to yeah. what because of the podcast uh, we went to Image Expo, oh, met a whole bunch of the true. creators. We got yes. press badges for Com- San Diego Comic Con. Met even more nice. of the creators yes. that were sitting around drinking and hanging out with again a bunch of the artists and and writers and colorists. Uh, yeah, of people that, that was we quite fun. thoroughly admire. And the, the best thing are? really was like at Image Expo when, when it was our first time meeting um, a lot of the creators that, that we uh, enjoy is one of them recognizing us. And for those of you who don't know, yeah. our our little cartoon faces are, are, are our podcast art. And so there we are standing right next to each other, of course. And and he he like gives us the nod like yeah i'm coming over there next to say hi to you cuz he recognized us from our podcast art which which is funny and, and amazing and at the same time what was funny when that happened i was trying to look up his picture cuz we knew he was there and i'm looking up his picture on my phone going well i don't know is that him what do you think <laughs> and you're like yeah yeah i think that's him and then he gives us that nod i'm like oh my god that was him <laughs> um totally geeked out. that was great that was an amazing thing and, and it was it was it was so cool those are and good. and those are very cool because of my podcast events <laughs> they've been amazing i mean grace you and i have moderated panels at walker stalker con quite a quite a few times i mean mm-hmm. me more so than you but you've done quite a few as well you and i got to do moderate a jason momoa panel where jason momoa looked at you in the eyes and yelled dothraki (laughs) as he was doing it and i look over and grace is in this pool of womanly moisture and i'm just like holy crap man even i was i'm like i think i need to have sex with this man this is just so fucking awesome i mean it was it was glorious you know it it was i mean the 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 humidity in the room went up by 60 percent when he did that and he's looking at you in the the eyes yeah i mean come on one of the top moments in my life i actually think that was excellent man and we got you and i did comic book men together well we we moderated the panel for comic book men together yeah watch your wording Um, buddy Hey, yeah, I'm watching it. So, no, I think there have been a lot of very cool moments that have come out of this podcast for us. Um, I think I think Grace was just being modest. Yeah, <laughs> I just have a terrible memory. <laughs> she relies on me to be the one to go. Yeah, she, as she looks all cool and collected, she lets me be the idiot. So that's the fan. The she lets the fanboy fanboy out. Yep, Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm wondering uh, what, what what has got you both excited because you know two years is a um, is a long time in podcasting and and what happened with your first podcast Eric was that it pod faded that's the correct term because yeah and, it pod faded it, it typically happens it's funny because it typically happens within the first seven episodes for people who start a podcast if you can make it past seven I think the next uh, milestone is twenty five and obviously you guys are are well past that but. You talked about some ideas you might have as you hit 100, but uh, talk a little bit about the future, what you have planned, and what has you excited. <laughs> um, honestly, just doing the same thing that we've been doing. Uh, we, have, have fa- we have found ourselves in the very good graces of Image Comics. They are very aware of us. They help us secure some interviews. I do think more interviews are maybe coming because of this. Uh, but other than that, I'm, I'm super keen on keeping things consistent. You know, I'm, I'm definitely of the mentality of, look, if it's not broke, don't try to fix it. And I think we have an extraordinarily good thing going on. Uh, I'm not looking to necessarily do anything too much different, to be perfectly honest. I think growth can be a little overrated sometimes when things are going really well. Grace? No, I, I feel the same way. And, you know, we also have very busy lives, limited time. You know, Eric has yeah. a day job. And um, so that puts a lot of time constraints on on us, too. And the fact that we are um, on opposite coasts, interviews are challenging to set up. So we're going to make sure that's really someone we want to talk to and something we want to really talk about and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just kind of grown naturally. We, we haven't pushed, you know, it, uh, there are times when we, you know, I feel like we're really on a roll and we're super excited and we'll get a lot of things done during that time. Then sometimes, you know, the family will pull us away from it a bit and we, it's, we're just kind of, um, you know, just, riding and just going and doing what we're doing. Um, but you know, I, I, I don't have any huge lofty goals right now. I mean, I think that what we've done so far and the connection that we've had with the creators is just so far beyond what I ever expected that, you know, I I don't even know. I'm just kind of, I, I, I think I'm just at a point, I'm just thankful for where we are right now and, um, for what we're able to do. So I'm good. I'm happy. It's a platform for uh, Eric to talk about his uh, his music tastes as well, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I do my best to kind of keep that just sort of tucked under because, you know. On the DL. Copyright law and whatnot, but it's. Uh, <laughs> oh, it, plays a, it plays a part in the show as well, because, you know, the, you guys, you know, you, you obviously were talking about David Bowie recently, but there's, yeah. you know, there's music. Your intro music is fantastic. It's that like, is. Yeah, okay, I'm going to that a bit. No, absolutely, because uh, that is very specific to me in, in terms of <clears throat> Romanowski, the, the fellow who does our intro and outro music. He is actually a very good friend of mine who I've known for a very long – actually, my wife's ex-boyfriend, interestingly <laughs> enough. Um, but we were, we were all roommates together back in – beginning in 93 for about three and a half years. Uh, myself, my wife, her ex-boyfriend, and two other dudes – big old house in San Francisco, but, uh, that's what you you do in San Francisco, right? Hey, you know, that's the way it goes, (laughs) but he's a great guy. He's one of my best friends. Uh, Roman is an amazing artist and DJ and music producer. And when I needed 
some music for the podcast. I said, hey, Roman, do you mind if I use Lord of the Pants? That's the name but of the song. But you were trying off out of different things and, and trying, trying to do different, different things. things. Yeah. And then you, I don't know what made you think of that. And you're like, you know, Grace, listen to this. What do you think? And I was like, oh my God, that's that's it. And we yeah. were both just knew as soon as we heard it that that was it. And then, you know, you you talked to him. And, and it was me so going through Roman's it. collection knowing he'd give me complete permission to use whatever I wanted. And and he's been amazing about it. You know, he did tell me I can use anything of his that I, that I wanted. Actually, in my in my studio here, I have some of his artwork hanging up. The guy, the guy's a great artist. So Romanowski, I would say to anybody, I wish I could remember his website right now. It might be Romanowski45.com. I think that's his Yeah, uh, uh, his send it to website. me and I'll put it in the show notes. Sure, sure thing. So he's he's a great guy. He's an amazing artist, and I love what he does. So yeah, he he supplied that music for us, and it's 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 it seems to capture kind of the feel that I enjoy for our show. Well, you guys went two for two because your artwork is fantastic as well. That was Kirk Manley, uh, somebody that we met through the Walking Dead cast as well, mm-hmm. and he does a lot of amazing things with. Um, the Walking Dead, uh, his, his episode art. artwork, his tribute yeah. art. Mm-hmm. He's done some work for Walker Stalker Con as well in terms of some of the uh, uh, special posters for a few of the cons. I know he did Philadelphia and Boston and some of the other ones. I think he's doing New York, New Jersey Fan Fest next weekend as far as the, the poster is concerned. He's just a really cool guy, good artist. Uh, we did interview him on our show as well. And he developed that artwork for us. And I was like, that's great. And it ended up working out really well, doubly well for the fact that uh, I ended up growing a beard between in the last two years. And you can't really, it doesn't matter because of the lower half of my face is covered, which worked out very well. <laughs> and I think Grace liked that because it kept her that much more hidden. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fantastic. I mean, it's I, I, having seen tons of podcast artwork, having seen people who start podcasting and they don't put any thought to it, and they just, you know, it's the two guys in the basement podcast, which, you know, wears thin after like half an episode. <laughs> so sure. the, the fact that you took the artwork seriously, you took the music seriously, and you picked something that you guys can obviously continue to talk at length uh, about as a topic. I, I think those are all the different pieces that come together to create a show that really has the, the you know, the listeners coming back for more. And it's well, now credit where credit where credit's due. Hold on. A lot of that has to do with Jason. Jason Gabasi really, he, he helped form us and yeah. shape us and, and he led us along the way and he insisted that the music not just be generic Apple music, which is what I was tinkering around with on GarageBand and, and to get something original. He insisted on good artwork. Uh, and this was, uh, the, that help was immeasurable. I, I cannot really minimize how much yeah, help he, I mean, he, he gave us. He held our hand through all the beginning stages. And, yeah. uh, and it, you know, it, even though I was comfortable with GarageBand and, and editing, he showed me a few extra things that made the, the quality of show that much better or even the way that we we record locally so that although we are 3,000 miles away, it sounds like we're in the same room together. Uh, so I, you know, again, credit it, where credit as far is as the artwork, the artwork, I have to say that Eric, and I don't know if you've thought about this lately, but um, one of the things he really liked in the beginning about the artwork is that it showed that we had a girl. He kept, he, he was like really big. See, we have a girl. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> that to me is a huge deal. I mean, that was why I started listening to the Walking Dead cast was because of Karen's presence. Yeah. Me as well. I yeah. do not like listening to podcasts 
with two guys broing the fuck out. I just don't like it. I'm not interested in a sausage party. I think it gets boring. And I think women have a substantially different viewpoint and a very different perspective that adds a, a breadth of of interest to anything that you're talking about to have uh members of, of different of the different sexes represented in a podcast i think it's got a different voice a different feel and when it comes to comics like i said one of the things i'm most proud of is how many women we have gotten turned on to something that i feel is a predominantly male dominated industry of comic books that I want to see a greater female representation in all these things. I mean, I am somebody who, you know, I grew up very, very much a mama's boy, very close to my grand, my mom and my grandmother. I, uh, my, my family is the most important thing to me. And that consists of my wife and my two daughters. Uh, the only other male in my household is my little dog. So I, I, God to say I love women sounds cheesy, but it's one of these things where, no, I really, really uh, need that element in my life. And if I'm going to do a podcast, if I'm going to do anything, it's going to be with a a woman because I feel that I I feel I feel more comfortable with grace than almost anybody else. And and I think that plays a big part of it. Yeah. And I I hope that I hope that shows and especially in, you know, the last year when we've, uh, you know, really grown to know each other and. I mean, because I'm really good friends. Absolutely. And and because, yes, I will get very crass. So, yeah, sometimes I feel like having Grace there makes it like, no, no, it's okay. Grace is here. Uh, I'm saying these horrible (laughs) things. If I'm okay with it. (laughs) Yeah. If she's okay with it. But at the same time, I'm talking to Grace. I also feel very comfortable. In general, I feel very comfortable with this. But with Grace there even more so in being very vulnerable and allowing my soft underbelly to show. And I have no qualms about showing that soft underbelly. Because I am, I mean, <laughs> Grace, you're hard, man. Me, I'm, the tough one. I'm soft. She's the <laughs> tough one. I'm the, I'm the like, um, I'm the more romantic one, you know, as opposed to you. <laughs> you're so girly. <laughs> I am, and I, and it's, I'm cool with that. I totally love that. And and again, this, I, and I've always felt a, a better connection towards women very often than men. I, I think I get a little more uncomfortable. Uh, in groups of men than I do with groups of women, you know, even a big party with a, a big mixed group of people. If there are dudes in one room talking sports or business or, or what have you, I'm going to go talk about cooking or because uh, honestly, hanging out with women, what you really come to learn and discover uh, women get dirtier, nastier, filthier. <laughs> they're more open. They are more repugnant than men ever could be we I are thought that guarded was just me. no <laughs> no no i'm sorry my dear but uh y'all filthy creatures and i love y'all for it because men are fucking lame i'm sorry my language is getting even worse it's the wine uh men, men can just be lame it's 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 like diving into a shallow pool you're just going to break your neck uh i need a little bit of depth and grace you you offer that so so thank you oh that was very sweet yeah, this happens every so often with us. We actually like each other. I think, yeah. I think. Which is, oh my God, if I didn't like you, yeah, there, there's no way we could do this. Oh, we this. couldn't do this. We could yeah. not pretend, even pretend. You know, I'm not a very good actor, so there would have it's been all an episode, genuine. Episode one and no episode two. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have made it happened. past that, that episode seven or whatever you were talking about. Three, episode three, Saga, volume one, Sex Criminals, <laughs> volume one. Yeah. Well, it's an important, it's an important aspect and it, and it, uh, you know, the dynamic you have, and I'm glad you brought it up, Grace, because it is, uh, 
that that other viewpoint is so important, especially when you deal with topics that are covered in this in the comics and on the you know occasions you guys have been on the shows and you know even in Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, you need like a woman's perspective on some of the scenes you watch and to say like that you know was that as offensive as I thought it was or you know then you know you, you have a woman come in and say this is why you know the, it's gratuitous or just something to round out the conversation because to your point Eric if it was just two guys you know you'd, you'd hear just that one side of the conversation um, so I think it's really important to have that that yin and that yang. Well, hopefully we Agreed. bring that. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, we'll, uh, we'll we'll wrap this up. Um, I want to thank you guys for uh, making yourselves available, and uh, hopefully, Grace, this wasn't as uh, as tough Too as painful. you thought. Too <laughs> painful. <laughs> no, it was all good. Thank you. I appreciate you having us on. That's awesome. Yeah, this is great. Thanks a lot. No, I just like the the opportunity to for the listeners to get to know a bit more, uh, 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 some more folks in the podcastico family, and just to kind of you know they. Your listeners know you, obviously, because they listen to you week in and week out. But I think it's always nice for people outside that to understand, you know, who are these people that are behind the microphone? Like, and what are the lives that they have? And how do they get to the point where they are, where they're, where they're doing this? And why is it that they're so passionate that they had to start their own podcast? And um, that's why I love having these conversations. And I'm, and I'm glad we got to talk a little bit about that with you guys. Well, and, and I felt the same way about finally getting a chance to talk to you. Uh, because when it comes to podcastica, you know, Grace and I, I think we were kind of instrumental along with Jason in the creation of this whole thing. And the fact that, okay, walking dead cast, we do the comic talk section on that. The other podcast in the, the network was game of microphones, which was me, you, Grace, Jason, Karen, and David. And then of course, under the comic covers, which is just you and I. So you and I were ended up being on all three of the original podcastica podcast, which was kind of funny. And I'm like, wait a minute, how the hell that happened? You know, <laughs> how do we show up on all of these things? Uh, I have guested on the sci-fi movie podcast, uh, got four times now. And now on this one, I guess I need to start watching once upon a time, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm really excited to see that um, the network is beginning to grow with the addition of, of those other two I just mentioned. And of course you, Harry as well, that it's, it's, it's a pleasure to see it growing. Yeah. Indeed, uh, certainly yeah. beyond us that we have nothing to do with any of the other ones. So it's not uh, as much pressure. That's why <laughs> that might be it. Yeah, that might be it, but no, it's, it's, it's nice to see this beginning to, to become a little more realized and to see it beginning to grow. And, and as I always say on our, on our sign off, you know, our growing network at podcastica.com and it is growing and I'm excited to be a part of it. And I, I appreciate everything that, you know, grace has done with me on all of this and what everybody else is doing for the podcast. And of course, what Jason has done, um, both as the podcast daddy and, um, or network daddy, I should say. And then, and then of course the walking dead cast, because yeah, Grace and I both started out as fans. Simple Indeed. as that. Indeed. You know? At this point we have to say, hi, Jason. Hi, hi Jason. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably blushing big time right now. So no, he... he's not blushing. He's like, yeah, they better mention me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he's used to our fanboy. <laughs> he's used to us fawning over him. Good That's God. Right. Yeah. The good thing is going to happen. I'm excited about 2016. And uh, as we look to grow the network, um, I'm, I'm sure we're going to make sure that everyone that, comes on board uh is just has that same level of enthusiasm that we all have for podcasting and uh we'll see can't, can't wait to see where it goes from here yeah exciting stuff huh 
So where Indeed. can folks uh, track you down online? Do it, Grace. <laughs> oh, God, I don't have my agenda. <laughs> I know. We always have this on the agenda. Uh, well, let's see. You can find us on Facebook, of course, on Twitter at UTC covers dot oh, wait no just at utc covers that's it i think uh under the comic covers dot com you can find us there of course you can find us on itunes under the comic covers and stitcher radio and stitcher radio there we go we have this usually all laid out you know that's the only part of the podcast that we read nothing is scripted except for the very beginning and the very end yeah everything else in the middle well, and by the very end we really totally need it because we've usually had several drinks by then so yeah yeah, yeah. this is true yeah <laughs> much like right now uh so yeah those those are the places you can find it. the regular places i'd say facebook is the best place to find us i love interacting with people on facebook even the haters even the hate, the obviously. One, the I mean, one good hater, God, still, one hater. <laughs> one hater. Actually, he's pretty much been the only really? other, the yeah. only hater. Uh, one other person has had maybe a couple of complaints about one thing or another, just didn't get a joke. But other than that, um, no, I, I, we, we have no complaints about it's our listeners, good. man. We've, we've got a great group of people who, uh, who listen to our show, and 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 I just adore all of them. It's so much fun, uh, and a couple of them in particular. Pork Tornado. Really, one of our favorite listeners. He goes by Pork Tornado. <laughs> shout, shout out to Pork Tornado. I am. I we wanted to you, squeeze Porky. that in there. I love Porky. He's, he's great. Uh, <laughs> we have a listener who Very goes cool. by Pork Tornado. I love that. <laughs> well, best of luck with the show and uh, looking forward to Thank what you. you guys are doing with the next hundred. Awesome. Thank you, Harry. Okay. Thanks a lot, Harry. Right. So whether you are or were a fan of comics i think you got something out of that interview and even even though i'm not a a diehard comic aficionado my earliest recollection would tend to skew more towards the um the popular ones like dc and marvel i i still um enjoyed the conversation because uh, i think it, it touched upon their passion and and how they came into comics later on in their life and just more importantly, what the podcast has done for them and who they've been able to speak to and the conversations that they likely didn't imagine themselves having, you know, a year and a half, two years ago when the when the podcast was just a twinkle in their eye. And the other cool thing was the fact that it, it all started from the support they got from uh, Jason, who is the, the host of uh, Walking Dead cast and and uh, my, my partner in Podcastica. And, and so... Um, a lot of good things that uh, we discovered and all of it tied back to podcasting and just doing what you're passionate about is something that I think is so, so important. And it's that common thread that weaves through all the interviews that I've done recently and and the way things are going and the way things are looking. Um, I don't see that changing anytime soon because it's just that one that one connector of being a podcast podcast host that we then take in a million different directions so i'm excited at all the opportunities uh i have coming up um to have amazing conversations with just interesting people who happen to have a podcast so uh as as you were reminded throughout this episode we are all part of the podcastica network and you can find our shows at podcastica.com so make it a point to check that out if you haven't done so already Special thanks goes out to Cedar and Soil, the originator of my intro and outro music. Check them out at cedarsoil.com. Don't forget you can subscribe to the podcast, which is one of the three things that I need you to do if you haven't done so already. 
subscribe, and even more importantly, uh, download. Download and subscribe. It's an amazingly important thing for the lifeblood of a podcast, so make sure you're doing it. There's only those of you that listen week in and week out and that haven't done so already, so shame on you because if you don't subscribe, you're going to miss an episode. And then everyone's going to be talking about it at the water cooler and they're going to say, did you hear that last week's episode on Podcast Junkies when Harry and Johnny Naster talked about, yep, but you won't know what they're talking about because you didn't hear it. So to avoid that, subscribe to the show and then tell your friends. So the next week at the water cooler, when you're the one telling people, hey, did you hear about that episode where Harry recorded uh, the interview and they were in Esprit de Vora's car and they were laughing their ass off and it was one of the most funniest things I've ever heard? Someone's going to come up to you and say, what are you talking about? And you're going to say, it's this podcast. It's called Podcast Junkies. You need to check it out. You don't have to say it in that tone, like a, like a valley girl type of thing, but you know, you get the idea. And then, if you haven't done so already, rating and review on iTunes is amazing. And um, if you do so, then let me know, and uh, we'll put that into the uh, the show notes. Actually, I have a couple here handy that I can read back to you. Billy F83 from the UK, great podcast. Keep up the good work. Mother Jen from USA, love everything that you have going on over here. Keep it up. Parenting Abroad, also in the U.S. I love hearing the backstory of so many of the podcasters I listen to regularly. Even better, I get to discover new podcasts. Great show with a really well-run interviews. My pal, Esprit Devora, I see you on iTunes. Says, so grateful to have been a guest on the show. I love how down-earth Harry keeps the show content while maintaining high-quality audio. His commitment to podcasting is flawless. Excited to be part of the Podcast Junkies community. Oh, that's nice. Thanks, Esprit. Uh, the customer, 4025, says it's fun looking back, look at fun look pulling back the curtain on the people behind the podcast. And that's what I aim to do. And I'm so happy that people appreciate it. I'm so happy that people are enjoying it. And uh, that's what I just love doing day in and day out. So always send your feedback. Let me know what you think of the show. Let me know what you think of the interviews. You can always jump online on the show notes page, podcastjunkies.com. And there you'll see all the links um, for stuff that's going on with the show. And every once in a while, I'll write an article there too. So uh, thank you for the support. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the likes, the follows, the tweets, and uh, all things social media related. And I hope you have a fantastic week. Stay tuned. Uh, Next week, we have... Um, a couple of interesting options. I'm not sure which one's going to be released first, but uh, it could be either um, a new podcast, a storytelling podcast around film that uh, that has just uh, totally got me mesmerized and I've been checking out recently, or um, hosts of a fan-based, uh, a fan show that's, uh, that's uh, popular and uh, talks about uh, one of the popular TV shows. So, um, and they're also two podcasters, two female podcasters. So, you know, I like to keep the uh, male-female energy um, engaging. Almost, almost, almost forgot the retention hashtag. So we're going to do hashtag comic covers in honor of uh, Eric and Grace, C-O-M-I-C-C-O-V-E-R-S. And be sure to uh, tag us on Twitter. Let us know you made it this far. I appreciate it. And... Um, 
So does everyone else in the podcast universe, aka the podverse. I think that's it. Why are you still here? It's like that TV show when, the, or the movies, the credits, when the credits finish, and then I'm still here. Still? Really? Okay. Bye. Okay, seriously, if you stuck around this long and you're the first person to send me an email to harry at podcast junkies, I'll send you a t-shirt. Bye. <laughs>